Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Three CR broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants and paying respects to elders past and present, including LGBTI um, Indigenous elders for their unique contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around our land. Zavatruche. Hi, I'm Sally Goldner, or Bazuma Koshka as I'm now known, the crazy cat lady back from two weeks in St. Petersburg, Russia. So there's no prizes for guessing what the bulk of the program will be talking about today. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show by all the modern means of communication, um, you can do so by email out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can text 61401078981. Remember to put your international dialing code in front if you're listening from somewhere outside Australia um, to be talking about that a bit. Um, it's a connected world. Um, you can tweet at Sal Gold Said So and look for me, Sally Goldner, and Out of the, Pan, out of the Pans page on Facebook. Wow. Well, um, Bazuma Koshka, the crazy cat lady, is back from Russia, an amazing two weeks in St. Petersburg as a guest of the side-by-side LGBT film festival. We'll talk about LGBT in a second, um, and which in Russian side-by-side is bokabok. could say that all day, couldn't you? Um, bokabok. Um, but it was an amazing experience, and there's so much to talk about from so many angles, just from being a trans person travelling, which um, I think was an interesting story and some interesting sagas leading up to it. Um, to getting underway, um, which was just as important, um, but also um, the trip itself, what is LGBT life? And I do have to say that um, whilst I acknowledge intersex, the festival was advertised as LGBT and mostly in Russia LGBT is used, um, no I, but um, people are aware of intersex issues, find out that people are aware of polyamory. See, it's a small world um, and what an amazing experience it was. Um, so yeah, let's start at the beginning. I'm sitting at home on around, I think it was the 6th of October, or waking up one morning and suddenly get an email from uh, Manny Daguerre, who's the um, festival director, saying, hey, we'd like you to come to Russia as a guest of the festival. And it's like, 
right. I've never heard of this festival before, which I have to say hadn't. Um, but, um, okay, that sounds interesting. And it was like, oh, God, I can't afford to get my passport. And, well, gosh, it's um, going to be four degrees in St. Petersburg. How do I do thermals? So, um, anyway, I did some crowdfunding and sorted that bit out. Um, do have to say as relevant to Australia, um, to trans and gender diverse people, whilst um, um, there has been hopefully process in relation to passports, let's just say not every place where you can go and get your passport interview done um, is giving good customer service. I'm not going to say any more than that. Let's just say I'd recommend going to DFAT. They're probably better trained than some of the, um, we'll say, uh, outlets um, that um, are, del- are delegated to do this but don't do it right. And as for a certain postal service that is supposed to deliver express or certified mail in a certain time and then doesn't, and then says your item's at um, a certain post office when it's actually the one 400 metres from where you live, well, I think that Australia Post, you need to check your... Um, a slogan about we deliver, that could be misleading advertising if we get time during the show. Um, have a chat about something, another organisation that's doing misleading advertising, um, the so-called Ethics Centre. Hmm, in my opinion, it's doing misleading advertising by having that name, but that's my opinion, which, of course, under freedom of opinion, I'm entitled to. Anyway, um, so yes, got passports sorted. Then it was to get the visa, and I should add that this um, trip was done with the full support um, of the Australian Embassy in Moscow. So this wasn't my thoughts that, hang on, this could be some... Um, fly-by-night thing, no, nothing of the sort, and the festival's been running for eight years. It's an amazing um, event. And so gradually we started getting together and they answered my questions on the visa. I'm surprised I wasn't asked for my thumbprint, DNA, um, blood sample, um, other things. It was pretty comprehensive, Um, and off it went. And I was due to fly out of Australia on Monday the 16th of November, and Australia Post does it again even though I'd allowed plenty of time for the visa and passport to get up to Canberra, be processed and come back, Australia Post, screw it again. I'm waiting at home on Monday morning. My mail thankfully comes early and um, I've got the the same thing, the card in the box that you weren't at home, so come and get it from the post office. At least they gave us in the right card this time and yes, the visa is there four hours before I'm due to leave for the airport. Um, thank God when you fly international, you do get free alcohol. I did need a couple of sherbets after that. But um, yes, um, Australia Post, we don't deliver, um, is their new slogan. So the thing was then, there I was on the plane, and I suppose there was one thing that I learnt out of this. Um, um, under the passport changes that happened in 2011, you can get a passport in your affirmed identity, regardless of what's on your Australian birth certificate. And I have to say it was a nice moment when the passport did come back with a big, a nice capital F on it. I didn't realise how much that meant. And it was very nice that when I posted that part of the photo um, passport on Facebook, um, about a quarter of my friends liked it, which was very touching. And it is a reminder of just how important the right documentation is for trans people, both, we'll say, at a practical level, but also at a um, heartfelt sense of identity level as well. So uh, there I was, um, get through customs. Um, haven't I haven't been overseas prior to this since 1994, and that was also before I transitioned. So there was a bit of learning curve here. Um, a few things have changed in 21 years. Um, you know, sort of, um, 
obviously my gender, duh, um, has now become the true one and not the false one. So that's a change. Um, smartphones and internet to think about while you're overseas and roaming charges, um, first world problems perhaps. And on a sombre note, of course, um, greater security procedures at airports. And it's been a while since I've given a live broadcast. So condolences to those lost in Paris, um, Lebanon and elsewhere. Um, so um, things to think about, but no problems. Get on the plane. Slight delay. Um, the problem with the air conditioning, which meant people were testing. Two-hour delay taking off, which made me worried. I only had three hours in Dubai to get from my um you know, flight to um, the one that connected to St. Petersburg, but they put the pedal to the metal on the legs to Singapore and then Singapore to Dubai, um, and that was all cool. But the airline, highly professional, coming around with towels and glasses of water, and then off we went. And not a problem um, going through transit in Singapore or Dubai. We're needing to show passport, gender schmender, as it should be, um, very, very relaxed. Um Long flight, um, 22 hours probably from airport to airport, but of course it's also the time between beds as my um, when you lie in a bed. No first class here, um, economy for me, and I only had um, three seats to myself on the Dubai to St. Petersburg leg. But um, smooth flight, no problems, no turbulence, um, no screaming kids even. Um, must have lucked out there. And so no problems with gender, no problems at St. Petersburg, um, just, you know, show passport, make sure you have the right visa, yes, all good, uh, green light, through you go, collect bag, and there I was at the airport. Um, and on the way back, just to wrap that up, the only incident that was a bit sort of, uh, what's going on here, was we our final transit was in Kuala Lumpur. And I did, that was the only time I'm thinking, I'm going to get through two weeks overseas without being misgendered. And the Malaysian official looking at my passport then goes, sir, looks at the passport and goes, oh, sorry, ma'am. Okay, at least we apologise quickly. And he meant it. Not that, of course, intention is, is relevant. But there was also, for some reason, I was sent to another counter to have my ticket checked. And I'm not quite sure what that was about. By that time, I would have let them call me, sir, 20 times. I was exhausted and just wanted to get home. But um, I think that's a learning curve. Um, I think if you're just nice and relaxed, as one, one as much as one can be, shouldn't have any troubles, at least in transit um, with gender. It's not an issue. I mean, if you go from one lounge to another, big deal. Um, Dubai Airport, um, most planes, you know, when landing, stop in like a parking lot, and then you got on get on a small chute of buses and go around to the terminal for 15 minutes. Um, good bloody well. Um, I don't know, um, have a forest in there or something and get lost. But anyway, very huge. Anyway, there's the first part of the journey, which is relevant for trans people. I'll talk about St. Petersburg and GLBTI life in the coming segments. Um, Let's have a listen um, to um, a track from Nicolette Forte and Hold Your Hand. We opened up, of course, today with Colin Hay, the Melbourne song. I always stay here. Yes, I'm back. And I'm not planning on going anywhere um, for such a long time for a while yet. Anyway, 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Out of the pan with Bibazuma Koshka, the crazy cat lady, Sally. We jail black males in Australia nationally at a rate five times greater than apartheid South Africa jailed black males in 1993. The suicide and self-harm rates are the highest in the world and the life expectancy gap is the biggest in the first world. You know, Australians don't like hearing the truth about how bad things are, but the more we resolve from it, the longer this is going to continue. Black fella, white fella, 
Mainstream media is not interested in this stuff. It doesn't find space to talk truthfully and deeply about issues that affect all Australians. The only place predominantly you will find that with any real depth is on community radio and 3CR has been one of the great leaders in that. So if people are wondering where they should spend their hard-earned cash, I would suggest 3CR is a bloody good place to start. What your name is, we got the hand. Lots of changes, we need more brothers. Hoy there, shipmates. This is Captain Trash from the Port Phillip Echo Center in St. Kilder. Did you ever hear the crow in the sky going, Ah, ah, ah? That stands for reuse, reuse, recycle. And you heard it first on 3C. Didn't we just have um, Talk Like a Pirate day? Uh, 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Um, Out of the pan with Sally, a.k.a. Bazuma Koshka, the crazy cat lady. And, uh, well, there you go. 3CR, a diverse radio station supporting pirates. Um, As we do, Um, because we can. Prior to the messages, we heard from Nicolette Forte, Hold Your Hand, um, and I love the message on the back of Nicolette's um, CD. I always wondered why somebody didn't just say something, then I realised I am somebody. Pretty good message. All right, so back to the Russian Journal, um, live blog here or something. Um, So there I was, um, landed at St. Petersburg, a nice person from the film festival, side by side, bocka bock. Could say that all day, couldn't you? It reminds me of that um, sort of take um, take off of In the Moon, where they had chicken voices doing it. Bok 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 bok. Anyway, um, someone picked me up, took me to the hotel, um, so I didn't have any um, language issues to negotiate. Then checked in, lasted about two more hours, and then zonk, um, jet lag kicked in. But I had deliberately flown early, uh, or made that plan, so that um, by the um, I got in on about um, four o'clock Tuesday afternoon local time and managed to recover from jet lag um, throughout the next um, couple of days, so I was pretty ready for the opening night on the Thursday night. I went for a short walk around um, the city. I was um, close to, as we would say in Australia, the the main drag, Netsky Prospect. Um, um, The hotel was on a a street called Vladimirsky Prospect. Um, It was a short walk up to um, the the, um, main street, and I just fell in love with the city itself straight away, the charm and um, the beauty of the way the building and character, I think, are the critical words of the way the buildings are des- designed on a consistent basis around five storeys. Um, with a, I'm not sure of the design, but if you, someone, if any architectural types or period architecture types want to um, check the internet for pictures of St. Petersburg buildings and um, get a, send me a message, please do. And so I just fell in love with the city straight away, the character, the sense of it, and it was a city. Um, The thing that I had to get used to, um, the um, Northern Hemisphere winter, we're getting well beyond um, temperate, I can tell you. The the maximum didn't go above four, I think, at any time, or maybe it hit five. Wow! There was that white stuff that fell out of the sky and it ain't confetti um, at times called snow, which I haven't seen um, fall live um, for a long, long time. Um, probably 30 years. Um, 
So that was um, something to get used to. It wasn't, um, dare I be highly, badly, tongue-in-cheek, stereotypical. It wasn't slutty skirt weather, I can tell you. Um, but apart from the language, which I just struggled with, both the fact that it was a different written language but also a different spoken word, um, I felt perfectly relaxed. But it did bring home something, a greater awareness of privilege about, um, you know, if you are someone who speaks the majority or one of the majority languages in a city or country, how much easier life is. And it made me think about, gosh, it must be tough going for people who are newly arrived in Australia and don't speak English. Um, so it was a bit of a, light, a small, well, jet-lagged light bulb at that point. Wandered around, um, fun city, and away we went. And then... Thursday night, um, got picked up um, by one of the festival volunteers um, with a couple of other um, international guests, met some amazing people, um, and the first one I met, I met was a lovely woman from Portland, Oregon, Andy Zeisler, who runs a great magazine, Bitch Magazine, and at some point, um, I'd love to have a chat with her on the show and talk about what she does, a fantastic um, positive female and feminist um, writer who helps um, young writers get a start um, through her work. So um, lovely to meet her. And she lives not far from the fab Janet Hardy in Oregon. There you go. Um, and so ourselves and another volunteer went out for dinner and then on to opening night. And this is where we get to, well, a bit of reality of life in Russia. Um, St. Petersburg, which by, by and large is a creative, progressive city, sort of um, talking to everyone I met, um, well... Felt like a, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, it was, um, what am I trying to say here? It was, um, you know, it's very much felt that way. But unfortunately, it's the home to a right-wing, homophobic, um, anti-Jewish, and believe it or not, anti-cyclist politician in Anatoly Milanov. If you um, hop onto Wikipedia and look him up, he's made some ridiculous remarks. Then again, um, that's right-wingers for you. Um, what's the biggest de oxymoron in the world? Right-wing think tank, but anyway. Um, and um, so Anatoly Milanov and his crew try to um, crash the and the opening night. But the thing is, security is well um, done and police are on side. And the festival has a way of doing that, we'll say, legally and ethically. Um, and I'm not going to go into that just out of for the benefit of the festival, but it's all... Um, done so that police have to be there and present any and prevent any major issues. Um, so Milanov comes along. He has his ten minutes of anti-gay rhetoric, a bit like say, um, you know, sort of Fred Nile every year goes to Mardi Gras and tries to um, pray for rain um, and spoil it. He comes along and you know the gee the main the media just happened to turn up. Um, and, um, you know, there we go. He says his stuff, and then there's probably someone whispering, he's like, okay, you've done your stunt, it's World Wrestling Entertainment, you've had your time, off you go. And um, he and his protesters are, you know, pretend to resist a bit, and off they go. Then it's more a nuisance factor, no real danger of any sort. And having brought up the Wikipedia entry, um, this year he reported that... Um, um, that there should be compulsory driving licences for cyclists because they imp behave improperly on the road. <laughs> right. I can tell you what, the driving there makes Sydney look tame um, as well. But the opening night film was um, a story called um, Eisenstein in Guatemala, Guatemala, sorry, um, about the Russian film director Eisenstein going to Mexico and having a same-sex love affair 
Now, one wonders with these films how much is truth and how much is fiction. Um, well made, a Peter Greenaway film. I do remember a degeneration send up from many years ago where Peter Greenaway's latest film, The Cook, The Thief, His Lover, The Wife, The Person Next Door and The Guy Down the Road. It's a bit Peter Greenaway, but it was a nice film in terms of the love story. And there it was. And then some opening night drinks. Um, so that's the sort of shenanigans that go on. It's unfortunate. It um, sucks, basically. And it, um, there's been a, there will be a couple more incidents um, to report on that of that note. So um, that's sort of a bit of a sample of LGBT life in Russia. But I would say that it's not. I had when I was you know I first came up on Facebook, people were genuinely worried for me. I appreciate that, but I didn't think I, I, people would have invited me there if I was going to be in major risk. And it's the same rules as really as anywhere. I mean, we've had the sad situation here in Australia of the trans woman in Newtown in Sydney who was unfortunately assaulted outside a Newtown pub. Things can happen. And, you know, um, you know, often police will say, well, don't. It's, you know, in utopia, women and queers and et cetera would be able to walk around as we need to be. But unfortunately, it's not sometimes. And same there. Um, you know, sort of don't. Um, walk around by yourself late at night, that sort of thing, which um, sadly is a reality of life. And I'll tell of a couple more incidents on that nature um, during the next segment. So an amazing journey. Um, Let's um, stop now for a musical break um, and um, have a listen to Claire Clark. And, well, I'm back safely. Seriously, I am. Um, and as much I just wanted to play this one, but I did survive you. 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3cr.org.au, and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3cr.org.au, and on demand, out of the pan with Sally, um, Bazuma Koshka, the crazy cat lady, and Claire Clark, Unhinged is the album, and Survive You from 2007, Claire Clark, a rock chick from Perth. I love saying that. You know I had to. You know I had to. I did. Um, Seriously, um, as I say, the the only thing to really survive in Russia was the coldish temperatures, but there's things called layers. Didn't really need thermals. Um, Slightly wasted purchase, but I don't know, they'll come in handy for a fancy dress party or something. Um, So yeah, on it went. Some amazing films. Loved a film on the second night, which was... um, Wonder Woman, a history of um, American female superheroes, um, great feminist stuff, um, very 3CR uh, indeed. And I've got to say on the Monday night was a, uh, which I'll talk about in some detail, was a documentary that was shown called The Mask We Live In, which looked at the um, stresses we put on males to be extremely masculine, is my, my words. Um, and I think it would be worth showing everywhere. And it was by this time... And this may sound, some people will be sitting there going, OMG, you had to travel 16,000 kilometres to work this out and phrase your proverbials off for um, 12 days. The issues of the human race are the same regardless of borders. Duh. And that began to really hit on me throughout this week. If I had, an, um, um, you know, sort of something that really came home to me, um, that was what it was. And... You know, we face so much of the same issues of masculinity, um, you know, around the world. This was an American-based film, but it could well have been made in Australia or Russia or pretty much anywhere. And, you know, the disservice that we're doing 
to males, of course, as well as females, and and didn't touch on non-binary, but um, you know, could well have. Um, you know, and just how much we're limiting people from achieving their potential and limiting from society. Great, two great docos um, um, that I think, I'd, as I say, do well at any film festival, including Tilda, which um, happened here in Melbourne just before um, I went away, and, of course, the Melbourne Queer Film Festival, which um, comes around in March. So um, check them out, or you can get them yourself. Um Yours truly had an amazing time on the Saturday night. On the Saturday, a lot of a lot of films, um, including um, a, a great selection of trans and gender diverse shorts. Um, Tom Girl from America about a young gender diverse person. Um, one from Norway, a simple coming out story, and one about an Indigenous Australian called On Stage um, about Dean's story. Great range from around the world, um, and again beginning to get the you know the idea that of course. Whilst obviously there's different degrees of positivity in various places, and of course that's the same whether you're in Melbourne metro area, Victoria or Australia, um, certainly so many common threads began to emerge. But um, last thing Saturday night, I have to say I was very humbled to be the um, centre of a Q&A with um, the, the, uh, the, um, a questioner and the audience. And some great questions asked, people asking about how to be an ally, why don't we have enough trans male role models, great point, um, something that's been on my mind, might have to get the guys from the FTM shed in um, to have a chat about that, why isn't there more trans male visibility, it almost seems like there's more non-binary visibility at times with Ruby Rose and Miley Cyrus and all the rest, um, so people right on the money, and to my Absolute pleasure. Um, discussion of Bi and Polly, the um, panel, uh, panel person doing the question, had done their research. Um, things to get used to, of course, I had to get my answers short because we needed time to translate from English to Russian and then the questioners, um, you know, from the audience asking in Russian and I had to come back to English, blah, blah, blah. But um, small, small issues and a very proud moment um, indeed. And um, I think the thing that came out of that I was a little worried, to be honest, before I left. I thought, oh, gosh, you know, um, what can I, what will I be able to achieve going over there? People were uplifted. And this was what I also got out of this. Um, the other theme, it's about connecting. The other story that came out of the trip that really hit home for me was um, the, tra- the main translator for the festival, who I got to talk to a lot, not just because of language, but we, I can't really say a lot on air, but we had things in common, all platonic, mind you. Um, she um, was fortunate enough to go to a roundtable in Helsinki, Finland, near Russia, sponsored by Randy Berry. And she saw um, a Pride March in Helsinki, which I think is a former sort of Sov blockish type of country from the pre-1990 days, and to see a Pride March so close to Russia gave her hope that one day there would be a safe, fun Pride March in Russia. Who knows, if my lottery numbers come up the day it happens, I'll make an effort to um, travel over um, and beat jet lag and go over there for it just to be with the beautiful people I met over there. So many wonderful people. Um, and I hope that that happens um, sooner rather than later. Um, but it might be a while yet because this is where we perhaps get to a bit of a crunch and this is um, on the Monday night I was going to mention that um, an issue came up and that was that um, we got to the venue and the venue does get moved around every couple of nights just for security reasons. It's not all 
you know, like, say, the Queer Film Festival here, which can be held at, say, Acme most of the time. Um, and we got there to the fourth-storey area, which was sort of like an art space um, where the people running the space are renters and the power wasn't on. And that wasn't just a blown fuse. That was because the owners of the building didn't want the renters to give us the space, really, and were trying to intimidate. No sweat. Um, it was only on the fourth floor, so the discussion that was due to happen, and this was after the masculinity film, just happened beforehand in general principles, and then um, while that was happening, um, tried to contact the electrician, gee, suddenly didn't turn up, that's all right. Someone found a huge extension lead, ran it down from the third floor, was able to plug in the laptop that showed the film and the, the screen, and we watched the film, and we got out exactly on time as we needed to be. But I have to say at that point I felt sad and angry that my LGBTI family in another country were being intimidated that way and that was a difficult moment and I had to sort of just take some time out and work through that myself. Um, it was not an easy um, thing to deal with and it's a reminder of why we need to keep pushing, why we need stations like 3CR, why we need Joy 94.9. But the thing that was coming out of it was that people are boosted by the support from other countries, and that is something we can do. And as a, I'm always amazed, well, not amazed, I'm always reminded and heartened by the resilience and creativity and ingenuity in difficulty of LGBT people everywhere, and the fact that they just, um, well, effectively stuck their middle finger in the air at those who were trying to sabotage that particular night and worked it out so we could see the film is just... Just that brought the smile back to my face more than anything. Um, amazing um, that the um, organisers um, just work it out. So there you go. Um, so an incredible um, um, array of um, films. Um, there was a great documentary, I, I did began to blur a bit, um, called Sounds from the Fog um, the next night. And this was um, one about a... And the producer himself, it was about his uncle who was gay in the Germany in the era of World War Two, And, of course, sadly, his uncle ended up in a camp but did survive but did seem to be there a long time. And so Klaus had the job of um, trying to track down what exactly had happened. And it was a well-made film. The fact that it was personal could have made it emotive. It was done brilliantly and objectively. And I hope that one comes out here as well. But it's a reminder of intersectionality that fascism... Attacks everyone, as people here at 3CR well know. Um, it can be very indiscriminate. So it's a reminder to stick together and why multicultural in the Australian context, um, GLBTI, um, you know, um, unions, we all have to stick together and make sure that we work together. Um, so it re that principle was very much reinforced. Um, one of my personal highlights was a feature, The Chambermaid Lynn, about a shy hotel worker who's a bit of a, well, I have to say a non-consensual voyeur who sneaks under the beds and wonders what's going on, also very obsessive compulsive with cleaning and literally vacuums under the beds, but one day sees a very androgynous sex worker dominatrix type who ends up sort of changing her life, um, Lynn's life a bit. Um, so some great features and docos as well. All right, um, let's um, rock on, or in this case country on a bit, um, Graham Connors and, um, well, Songs from the Homeland from his Best Of Until Now album of 2000. Of course, there's been a few more since. And um, let's um, come back and wrap up 
um, the learnings and the activities of the trip to Russia. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au on demand. Out of the pan with Sally, a.k.a. Bezuma Koshka, the crazy cat lady, 3CR. What do you think of when you hear the word drugs? Medicine. Medicine. Uh, recreational. There's lots of things, isn't there? <laughs> Covers all sorts of stuff, doesn't it? It's a bad thing, but... I don't know, people get good feelings off it. Fun. Entheogenesis. Stupid. Fun. Youth. Yeah, fun. Uh, bad. <laughs> Dirty syringes. Shake my head. <laughs> Cocaine. Hater. Scourge. I'm figuring with him. Trouble or maybe addiction, something like that. Something I don't relate to at all, I don't understand. Party time. Well, generally, sort of loser. Everything of that recreational joke. I don't know, drugs, bad. Medicine. Help people. Helping people with their conditions, whatever that may be. What is the drug user? Who is this person the drug user? In Psychedelia, we're here to rethink the psychoactive paradigm. Sunday afternoons on 3CR, 2 till 3pm. Why Gender is a group for trans and genderqueer questioning young people and friends. Why Gender runs social events and have monthly meetings in the city. Check us out on Facebook or see ygender.com for more info. Y-G-E-N-D-E-R.com. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender and gender of all ages. Hello, why gender? Um, You'll be pleased to know that some of your ally um, project materials are in St. Petersburg and could be anywhere by now, I suppose. Um, Well done. And so, um, songs from the homeland. So I was feeling a bit nostalgic while I was away, I do have to admit. Um... So just before I wrap up um, Russia, and I haven't really, uh, it's impossible to cover it all in an hour, really, just to do the usual things, what are coming up in the community this week. TG Meetup is on Tuesday the 8th, as is the Polyvic Discussion Group, Trans Anxiety Group, the last one for the year, um, probably will not be one on the last Saturday of the month, um, in Carlton. Um, Bent TV, which has had some great stuff on over the last few weeks, on um, is on Friday night as usual and on Bent TV's YouTube channel and website. Seahorse Christmas Party Time um, in the Inner East um, for trans and gender diverse people on Saturday evening. And Kingsters um, Chains is on Saturday night. And um, the it's their Christmas chains, so Santa with his huge sack of surprises will be in attendance. Um, so a great night. And also they're collecting money for Madame Monique, who's in ICU with life-threatening issues. Um, Monique, who's um, been on this show some years ago, um, who uses a medical assistance dog, Luigi, um, and also Luigi's friend, Nikolai. Um, and there's a GoFundMe page where you can um, do stuff for Monique called Monique Assistance, and there'll be a couple of collection jars. Um, so... Um, yeah, um, support Chains for the Kingsters and support uh, Monique, a fab person. I um, will have to get my credit card out and fix that one. Um, yeah, and that gets us through to um, for the week of events. So, um, wrapping up Russia. Well, um, 
Gosh, um, some amazing films. One more that's, I mean, there were many that were worth the mention. There was a fantastic collection of lesbian shorts, one of which was called 11 Life Lessons from an Older Dyke, um, who was 91 when they filmed them, and it was just sensational as an LGBTI aged care trainer. Um, I want to try and get a copy of that to use at some point. Um, other great ones, um, um, a Swedish one, which was a story of an older woman who's having an illness and has a young woman come in to um, does do the cleaning and there's a bit, um, bit more to it than that. But also um, a feature film um, called Girls Lost, which covered both in its way gender and transgender um, and did it really well. And I'd recommend that for any young people, um, Tilda or Queer Film Festival, um, please show um, here um, a Swedish film. Highly recommended, um, very powerful and touching, um, which looks at three girls who are being bullied at school and then one has a greenhouse. They discover, it's okay, it's a little fictional, they discover a magic plant that can turn them for a while into boys. Um, for two, it's just, okay, it's a bit of fun, but for one, it turns out a bit more interesting and intense than what it might seem. So, um, and a lot of things change. So, uh, there you go. Um yeah, the, the final night, I've got to say, I was beginning to tire a bit by the end and the last night, the last film called Summertime, a French film about um, French on, with a lesbian theme, um, well, a bit sad and um, I was l- literally tired and emotional. Um, did need a stiff Heineken in the bar um, at the end of the, the closing night and the cake helped too, but it was sad on the Sunday um, after the festival and my um, close friends from the jury. Um, I want to say hi to Anya Loke, um, for, who's originally from Belarus and now is, I think is in Hamburg at the moment, and um, Oliana. Um, they left on the Sunday and when Oliana was um, got her um, cab to the airport was about an hour before mine. I think that was probably a sad moment. I met some amazing people, some lovely, warm-hearted people. They're our LGBTI family. Um, they're our friends. They're, in Australian terminology, they're our mates. Um, and they're going to stay in my heart for a long, long time. Um, I learned a lot from this trip um, that we've got to stick together and we can connect. We've got this wacky thing called internet and social media that can bring us a little closer together, but there's nothing like face-to-face contact, hearing people's stories and having a hug. Um, and... It's only strengthened me to do what I do, um, having, as I record this, recovered from the jet lag for a few days. Um, I just, again, want to thank the Side by Side Film Festival and the Australian Embassy for um, getting me all the way there. It was such an amazing experience um, and certainly one that will stay with me for a long time. But as I say, the the one thing that perhaps I'll end um, this um, edition of Out of the Pan on is um, there was one film on the Thursday night, which um, and it was the panel discussion afterwards more than the film that struck home. The film, just to mention it, was um, um, called um, was about um, the so-called gay girl in Damascus, about a, a lesbian in Damascus, and it turned out that this blog that this girl was writing who claimed to be kidnapped at the height of the Arab Spring turned out that this was a fake and it was actually being written by a guy based in Georgia in the USA who was tracked down to Istanbul and admitted it with some remorse, but it's a reminder of the dangers of the internet and what can happen. But what got me afterwards in terms of the falsity of the internet was someone who 
went undercover and then whistle blew on working in what is, I hadn't heard of this concept in great detail, a troll factory. And how this, it seems to me, my words, a cross between a sweatshop and a call centre. Some might say I've just repeated myself and how people are just designed to flame, you know, deliberately flame stuff on the internet or spread propaganda, and in this case including anti-LGBT propaganda. And, you know, there's enough real hate in the world. Why the frickin' heck do we need to manufacture hate? And I hadn't said a lot in the discussions, but I just said, what happened to responsibility and ethics? When these are, and I'm, you know, these are human problems, and this is the thing that's brought home regardless of nations and borders and all the rest of it. Um, to me, we're all facing the same issues. It's all about just trying to be decent. And the fact that someone, apparently it's some rich businessman, and I, when I'm asked my question, I said, well, I have to apologise given that I'm from Australia for Rupert Murdoch. But it's in the same boat. And this seems to be more and more the issue. We've just drowned in spin and fast media and we've forgotten to stop and think and just look at what we're doing a bit. And I think this is part of what's happened this week here in Australia. I'll touch on it briefly, but we'll talk about it more next week as the dust settles being the so-called ethics centre. Um, they should be, there's a, as I said earlier, opinion. They should be gone for done for misleading advertising and how they've gone about their so-called are trans women real women type debate. Enough said. Um, just what happened to a bit of human decency and compassion and ethics and responsibility and I'll probably have a rant next week about this individual freedom thing and how it's being misused. It's a bit like part two to be continued, and I did watch all three parts of Back to the Future on the plane on the way home. Um, but I'm home, and I'm here, and I'm glad I live here. It's probably why I've played a few Australian and Melbourne songs today, um, because I am grateful for where I live and grateful that I got in at three o'clock on Tuesday morning or just before my housemate was still up, gave her a hug, and my one of my cats, my favourite cat who sleeps with me every night, was just about to go to bed with her, sees me, gives a big meow, a couple of big purrs. I'm home. I'll leave it there. Um, thank you, Spuzzy Bar. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Out of the Pan um, with um, Sally Goldner, um, the crazy cat lady, Bazuma Koshka. I'll take it out this week with Rose Tattoo, um, with the, one of their classics from their era, Angry Anderson saying, we can't be beaten, I'll dedicate it to LGBTI people and similar groups who face discrimination all around the world because if we stick together, we won't be beaten and we can't be beaten. Once again, Spuzzy Bar, thank you for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner, Bazuma Koshka, the crazy cat lady. Catch you next week.